Good evening, and welcome to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles, a podcast you can miss. I am Dan Bain, and every episode I improvise a low-stakes podcast for you to fall asleep to. Here is some listener feedback from Apple Podcasts, United States of America edition. The title is, If It Were Mine to Give, and it comes from Silsk. People love to have a username on Apple Podcasts that they create by mashing the keypad. That's the culture of the Apple Podcasts online community. Every community has its own vibe, and Apple Podcasts is no vowels. Let's see what they had to say. Five golden stars and the Nobel Peace Prize, if it were mine to give. Knowing the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde impact of sleep slash no sleep, if you scale what Dan Bain is doing, it's not less than saving the world. Very kind. Then they pivot from a Uh, general address to a specific address to me I'll continue P.S. Dan see specifically me P.S. Dan if you'd reconsider the xylophone notes I'd be even more grateful they can disturb the sleepiness your good work achieves I've had that feedback before, and astute listeners may notice that with the launch of season two of the show, I've been experimenting with some volume levels, including the show decreasing in volume over its duration. I've also adjusted the overall levels of the, what you call the xylophone notes, Uh, and most recently 
have changed them to an instrument with a softer attack. I'm interested in whether this solves this issue, as I also believe that there's a signaling, kind of imprinting, kind of Pavlov's dog, uh, kind of usefulness to the what I call the sleepy time sting. I'm interested in your feedback. To be honest, I cannot use this tool that I have built for myself because as soon as I start listening to it to try and fall asleep, I immediately start analyzing it rather than what I assume everyone else does, which is mostly ignore it. Anyway, that was a long journey to talk about four notes. If you would like to feedback on the show, on this issue, or on any other, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or just a comment on the relevant episode post on Instagram at Sleepy Time Mumbles. But not now. That can wait. For now, put down your phone. Turn off your screens. Close your eyes. Now it's time to be mumbled to sleep. Season 2, Episode 9 I am made of wings It is a truth universally acknowledged that anyone in the podcast space is told to identify their niche and then exploit that to play directly to something that they are passionate about and to hope that there will be an audience for that sort of material. 
this is no doubt fine advice. If, for example, one is a cardiothoracic surgeon who wishes to give advice, insight, and trade gossip to other cardiothoracic surgeons. If you are a professor of history, particularly, say, a specific period of history, well, a niche readily identifies itself to you, doesn't it? The idea being, of course, that a show cannot be something for everyone, but it can be very meaningful to some people. This is the received wisdom. And so, Dan, what is your passion? There is so much ascribed to the necessary nature of passion. You must have passion for your topic so that the target audience in your niche will feel your passion for the topic which will transcend any imperfections in recording technology Passion will trump content, they say. So, Dan, I ask you again, what is your passion? Is it, perhaps, the performance of live comedy, the technical skill required, the rush of standing in front of a group of people and basking in their laughter a visceral emotional response that you have provoked is that your passion Dan and I say no what about directing for the stage something you have a high 
level of skill in the casting and positioning of actors, the interpretation of text, the mining for meaning, the joining together, the collaborative work, pulling together a cohesive aesthetic design and approach, running a positive room, that could be your niche, surely, is that your passion, and I say no. What about writing then? Writing for the stage, the screen, the page. You've done enough of that to know your way out of the mud when you get stuck in it and to get to the top of the mountain and also when a metaphor isn't working you know when to abandon it there's a lot to be explored there in terms of content in terms of technique in terms of process is that your passion then and I say no perhaps in our search for passion we are being too literal, perhaps we need to abstract out ever so slightly, what do these things have in common, is your passion money, Dan, cash, money, the acquisition of dollar dollar bills is that what gets you out of bed in the morning is that your passion no my passion is chicken wings the cooking and consumption of if I could I would eat chicken wings every day for most meals I love them they more so 
than any other activity, are my passion. I am made of wings. When I was a child, my experience of chicken wings was fine, but not excellent. They were always what I now know as cooked. The wet method, as in a sauce was made, the wings were placed in the sauce, in the oven, the sauce would permeate the wings as it cooked and often reduce down, caramelize on the top surface. Not an unpleasant wings experience, but also leads to more of a more of a casseroling of the wing rather than a baking or frying. My true appreciation for the wing was developed in my multiple tours of Canada and the United States of America, who as nations have come to a, a great understanding of the appeal of a mountain of little pieces of food with a bit to hold them by. And there, in either the dry rub technique or of course the classic bread and fry, did I develop my passion for my niche. How do I prepare wings? A great question. Allow me to talk you through it. This will work for whole wings or cut into what we call nibbles here, the drumlet separated from the flat and the pointy bit removed. What is the technical name of the pointy bit? I don't know. Perhaps this isn't my niche, 
second is just my passion. Either way works. Preheat the oven to, let's say, 200 degrees. You can put it on fan bake if you like. No, you can just put it on bake. Sometimes it seems to make a difference. Sometimes I'll start it on fan bake and then maybe 20 minutes in decide it's had enough fan baking and just turn it on to regular bake. I don't know. The thing I like about cooking over baking is it's not a science. You can just do kind of what you feel. Anyway, get the oven on. Here's what I do. I get a, I get a bowl. In that bowl I put smoked paprika. How much? I don't know. Heaps. Probably probably about three tablespoons but I just kind of look at how much chicken there is and then put in the right amount I'm pretty good at it I can generally pick it smoked paprika that's going to be that's kind of the base flavor that I go for in my wings. Then I'm gonna put some chili powder in. And you shouldn't skimp on this. Even if you're like, no, oh, I don't I don't like hot things. You should still put some chili powder in because we're gonna for a wings experience we're gonna have things that are gonna offset the spice. We're creating flavor profiles here. So, don't skimp on it. I put like a teaspoon in. Maybe a bit more if I'm feeling frisky. I say a teaspoon. I I honestly have no idea how much it is I put in. Maybe it's that. I, I just, as I said, to taste. I generally just put my fingers in the thing and take out, take out pinches, throw it in until I'm like, it's more about ratios, right? Anyway, then salt, don't skimp on it. I got a grinder, like a, that grinds salt crystals, it's not fancy, It, it came that came from the supermarket with the grinder attached onto it. Freshly ground salt. Is it better when it's freshly ground? Honestly, I have no idea. But you feel... You feel more chefy when you do it. So, do, do that. 
then pepper. I put pepper in pretty much everything. And you should too. Then onion powder. Only a bit and only if I've got it. At this point I'll generally rake through my available spices and go, is there anything else I want to put in this? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But that's kind of my base. Then a couple of a couple of teaspoons of flour. No, a couple of tablespoons, probably almost equal parts flour to spices ratio, maybe a little bit less, a bit under, 40 to 60 percent, what's that, 2 to 3 ratio. Two parts flour to every three parts spices. Yeah? Or the other way around? No. Um, then put the chicken in it. And then you're gonna kind of. You, you jiggle the bowl. You jiggle it and kind of. The chicken gets thrown around in it. And the spice mix, the flour, all kind of does it. And you want to do that until the chicken is evenly coated. And if it's if it's thinly coated or kind of clumpy, you didn't make enough. You'd make enough spicy mix for the amount of chicken you've got. So you skimped and I mean it's not ruined I don't know if you can fix it though you could make another spice mix in another bowl and pour that in I suppose that would work but also maybe you just have to be punished and this is a lesson that you have to learn for next time Okay, now you're going to put these on a tray, don't just put them on the tray, put some like baking paper on it first, or you can put a little wire rack down so that the heat circulates under your wings as well as on top of them. I have done this a lot, and I can't be bothered anymore it's hard to clean and I don't think the results are that much different what is what is very important though is that you place all your wings irrespective of whether they are nipples or wings they must go skin side up now I know there's skin on both sides but 
you know what I mean by skin side up, the thick, the top skin, it's got to go up. Also, I will just say, if you're a vegetarian, all of this process so far, do it with cauliflower. Same deal, blooming great. Skin side up. You want to give them a bit of room around themselves. Uh, but if you just jam in a tray full, just jam a tray full. This isn't a science. Now, oven is hot, put them in. How long for? Good question. Probably you're going to at least have them in for 30 minutes at least and then you're going to start checking on them now well while you well that's cooking you're going to make blue cheese dip how are you going to do that three ingredients one blue cheese obviously Two, mayonnaise. Three, sour cream. What are the ratios? I can't tell you. It's about as much sour cream as there is mayonnaise. Those are about one to one. Blue cheese is how much do you like blue cheese flavor? Anyway, this is your, uh, this is what's there to help offset the heat, right? The spice in the, in the wing, not the temperature, the, anyway, that's why I said don't skimp on the chili powder. What next? I like to serve it with broccoli. Cut some florets. Put them in a bowl. Boil the jug. Don't do anything yet. Because it takes like th um, two minutes to cook it. So don't do anything. Just stand by. Put your... um. Once you've mixed up your uh, your dip, uh, put it in the fridge. It doesn't tend to. I don't know. It's, it's, something happens to it when it gets a bit colder. Makes it better. Kind of coalesces a bit stronger. So do that. Now. Have a beer or a wine, or if you don't drink, just sit and stare into space. I don't mind. Now, what you're waiting for is the chicken to cook, obviously. You're also waiting for the, the top skin to kind of crisp up. This is the kind of what we're after, is the kind of the crunch of the outside while still retaining uh, 
or not drying out the interior. Sometimes, yeah, so, I don't know, it takes about 30 minutes to start going, okay, let's look at this. And then I like to give it maybe another 10. Maybe 12 minutes from there. And then when you've got about a minute to go, boil the jug again. Pour it over your broccoli. You're just going to leave that until it kind of goes. It's going to go like a brighter green after like a minute or something. It's just going to soften up and it's going to get hot. Then you're going to drain that. You're going to put it on a board. You're going to get your dip out. You're going to put that next to it. Then you're going to get your wings out of the oven. And you're just going to pile those onto your board next to it. And then you're going to pour a wine. Or a, a beer. Or um, a glass of water. I don't want to judge your beverage choices. And then... You're going to bluminate them. It's going to be good. And if I could, I'd do it every day. So I'm made of wings. That was Season 2, Episode 9 of Sleepy Time Mumbles. I am made of wings. Sleepy Time Mumbles is produced by Noost Octopus Co. And created and presented by me, Dan Bain. Until next time. Good night. Sleep time.